Welcome to The Weekly Kate, the show that keeps you in the know. If you like pop culture, celebrity gossip, Bravo news, or anything else entertainment Hollywood, this is your place. Join me and my co-hosts every Friday as we spill the tea and explain all the things. Get ready to spend part of your week every week with me. Welcome back to the Weekly Kate, the weekly show that keeps you in the know. And this week, I have a new guest co-star. My guest co-star is someone I used to work with, though not very often. But when I did, it was just pure joy and just like luscious and fun. My friend Jonathan is here. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome to the show. Hey, Kay. How are you guys doing? We're good over here. My noisy buffoon husband just left to go to the gym. So we have a quiet zone now. Now we can catch up and talk. I know. How are you doing? How's Florida? It is super hot. For it to be November, it's like 85 every day now. Oh my. And I'm ready for a, at, least, at least like a 60 degree, you know? Yeah. Like a break of the heat. Something. Yeah. How's it over? It's hot here. It's like 70, 79 degrees. Really? I was expecting to be a little colder. In the mornings, it's cold. I guess there's this like phenomenon in Texas in the fall that everyone's like, oh, it's freezing in the morning. And then it gets like balmy in the late morning. And then it's hot the rest of the day. Oh, but but this coming weekend, it's going to be in the 30s overnight. Oh, so like 80 during the day. And you have to do like two outfit changes. I think it's going to be like 60s during the day, but like 30s is cold. Like I'm going to have to turn my heat on or something. No, 30s not that bad. Especially <laughs> when you're sleeping. Because you have all those blankets, you wouldn't even notice. You're right. That's true. But I have tile floor. My floors are going to get really cold. You're going to wear socks. I can wear socks. You're right. There's always, a, the, the, there's always a solution. It's better than being hot. I hate being hot. Yeah. It's the worst. Being yeah. hot's the worst. And like, I, yes, being cold is like a different level of suffering, but like being hot. Just... Cold, you can add layers. Being hot, you can't take off layers after a certain point. You can't you like, know? yeah, you can't remove your layers of skin. No. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just a little update for those who listens, listened to last week's episode. I did find out what the helicopter was. Did you hear that thing snippet from last week? I don't remember if I did hear so, it. So I started recording and I heard a helicopter like above my head. Oh yeah. And it kept getting louder and louder and louder. I was like, what is going on? And I out my front door, like across the street is an elementary school. And there was a helicopter on the lawn of the elementary school. Oh wow. Like a medical helicopter. Like I was like, is something happening? There was fire trucks everywhere, police cars. I have found out since on my, um, city's facebook that there was a kid hit by a car oh wow i don't know how they are but they were able to be stabilized like at the school and then transported to the children's hospital here so well i've heard texas has great hospitals i've heard that yeah yeah we have a really good children's hospital here and i'm assuming that's where they took them but so yeah it wasn't i was hoping it was like the news or like yeah, or like a like a show and tell type thing. Some sort of mogul coming to pick their kid up from yeah. school, but no, it was like a it was like a real emergency. It's Texas, come on, you're not in LA. <laughs> there's a lot of oil money here, not where I live, but there's a lot of oil money. And I think Elon Musk lives in Texas too. Austin, yeah, he's in Austin. 
Um, yeah, that's far from me. Every so yeah. it was so funny. Someone we I used to work with that we used to work with texted me. They're like, "How close are you to Houston? I have concert tickets." And I was like, "Literally five hours away." Texas is so big. They do the same thing to Texas like they do to Florida. Like, oh, Florida, it's down the street. Like, yeah, no, no, actually, it's not. <laughs> it's like eight hours to leave Florida. <laughs> right. Like over the weekend, I was in Jacksonville. And my friend's sister was in Fort Lauderdale and she was like, oh, you guys are so close. You should meet up. And I was like, she's literally seven hours away. Like, yeah, that's not gonna, that's not gonna happen. (laughs) From like where we live to the Keys, it's like six hours and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And like other states are really big. So it always baffles me. Like someone wouldn't say that about New York. When I lived in North Carolina, I can drive to Virginia within an hour and a half. Yeah, I guess. What, what killed me was that where I used to live, they had no highway, so it was all back roads. So oh. an hour and a half through the back roads would be like 45 minutes in the highway. Sounds you know? like a country song. I'm sure, maybe I should work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What would your country music star name be if you could pick one? Um, well, you know the, you know the movie Joe Dirt? Yes. So I was that for Halloween, but instead of Joe Dirt, I was John Dirt. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so maybe I'll just trademark that and go with it. <laughs> you could be John Dirt Road. Yeah. That this is beautiful. I just I like need a, a guitar and an F one fifty, and that's it. Yeah, and some jeans and boots. I got jeans. I just need the boots. <laughs> and like, what else do we need? Some sort of hat. Like, yeah, definitely hat. Something from Bass Pro Shops, or I used to work there. You did? (laughs) I worked at Bass Pro Shops for two years before I was a nurse. That's awesome. I once went to lunch at a Bass Pro Shops because they have that cafe in there, you know? They have like great like fish sandwiches, but it's funny because I worked there for two years and we had a wedding there. Yeah. Tell me more (laughs) about that. Apparently they met inside the Bass Pro Shops and they asked for permission and they were able to do the wedding there and she wore like a white dress with like camel like details on it and then he wore like a camel button down with an orange like you know like orange like the hunting color mm-hmm. like an orange vest and they did it like right in front of the fish tank it was interesting it was very interesting it was like the highlight of my career there <laughs> that is the craziest thing i've ever heard in my life it was and then bruno mars was playing like marry me and they were walking in and I had a full view of it because I worked customer service, which is like right in front of the fish tank. So I was seeing the whole thing. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's really an experience. It, it was. Like, I don't deserve this story. Like, that is just too good. You know, like, that's too well, good. That's why we're here to tell the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are here. There's a lot going on. A lot. It's been a busy week. My head was itchy. So first things first, I just want to say one thing because as a former runner and I know next time Anna comes on the show we're gonna talk about it Ashton Kutcher ran the New York City Marathon the only reason I mentioned this is because he went viral because he hugged a Peloton coach because he's like this like Peloton baby and he was on the platform for a while like doing the treadmill runs and he like looked so grateful to her while running and like I was just really moved so like congrats to Ashton Kutcher and everyone who ran the New York City Marathon this weekend I honestly think that he's a great person. 
doesn't he have like this whole campaign of like children trafficking and stuff like that yes he does a lot for sex trafficking a lot for human trafficking awareness um like laws and i think he's spoken to congress i think yeah he he does a lot yeah yeah and his wife mila kunis too they raised 40 million dollars for the people of ukraine because she's ukrainian i know for the interview too and she was mentioning how they had such a good cast and they were treated so well on that 70s show that she never felt like she had to do drugs or anything like that because they oh, had such that. and it shows like what like a good workplace can bring you know mm-hmm. i think they're a great couple and i think more people should emulate them no i agree like yeah her her point was like i'm a product of my environment and my environment yeah. was good and for lack of better words, like wholesome and productive. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so beautiful. And it's so unfortunate that, that that's so rare. I know, unfortunately. You know, like it sucks that like being friendly with your coworkers and not doing drugs was rare in her experience. Exactly. I don't know if you if you have seen, but there's been a lot of like interviews on TikTok about like Nickelodeon. Ever since Jeanette McCurdy released her her book, a lot of other celebrities from like Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, her real name is Alexis. I forgot her name in the show. The but brunette one. Not she Victoria is? Justice. No, no, right. But she's brunette. Yes. Yeah. And they've all been talking about like what a bad experience it was. So to hear someone, all you hear about is like people's bad experience on TV shows. So it was nice for me to mention how good she actually had it. And they're like the only cast that everybody wants to come back you know well except for what's his name because he's in jail which one uh i don't remember his name on the show <laughs> i know i'm in, in jail not topher grace the other one the one with the beard okay hold on i'm, I'm trying to google this I think real his quick name is mike on the show no no ashton kutcher's name was mike Oh, uh-huh. Danny, Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson. Masterson. Yeah. Yeah. Laura Prepon actually married his brother. Oh, wow. But Danny Masterson, I believe is in jail or on probation at minimum for like disgusting shit. Yeah. I just saw what it is. So we can like skip past yeah. that for trigger warning services. <laughs> disgusting but, um, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. No, no, it's not good. But yeah. Th- yeah. I, I saw that interview with that girl from Zoe 101. She's talking about how like Dan Schneider like made her change in front of him and shit. I'm like, you are a child. Yeah. No one protected you from this. You are a baby. And he would offer them money like to take pictures of their feet. Oh. And then I don't know if you remember, but like I remember growing up, there was a lot of feet on like Nickelodeon. I didn't think about it until he mentioned it. And then I'm like, wow, that is true. No, I did not. Sure. Yeah, I, I never thought about it, but maybe Dan Snyder's just a freak. He is. He will put a lot of a lot of um a lot of um people have been doing a lot of TikToks and they've been like putting the the episodes and stuff like that. And you can see and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know, because Disney wasn't much better, but at least Disney wasn't doing all that. Kenny Ortega would never do that. No. I do think yeah. there's always gonna be criticism, you know. Like yeah. no one's perfect. Nope. And like no, and, but I do think that Disney has a much bigger reputation to uphold than Nickelodeon does. For sure. And if if there's one thing that will keep 
in, in them in the industry from doing something, it's their reputation. Because they've always been the it kid, you know, you have to to keep up with it. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not dissing Disney. Like I love Disney. I'm a six out of 10 Disney person, Yeah, but you know, what do they have without the reputation? I know. Even though I feel like lately they've been going downhill, their shows, you know, I feel like that the era. Yeah, but I feel like their movies are getting better. On Disney plus. Yeah. On Disney plus, but, and also like the, the, the motion pictures, like the big ones. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Disney channel itself has gone down well nothing's gonna be like the era when we were growing up because that was such a special time (laughs) but my nieces the other day i'm like oh remember disney channel to my brother and they were like what's disney channel you mean disney plus and i'm like am i old (laughs) (laughs) did we get to that point you you are you're 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 a true millennial aren't you yeah you're a true millennial yeah i'm like on the cusp between gen z and millennial I was okay. born in 96. Okay. Okay. So but some you... parts, you know, some say Gen Z. Yeah. I roll more with like millennial. Yeah. But um, I can keep up with the Gen Z slang. I can't. So happy you brought this up. I have been trying to understand, and I don't know if I mentioned it on the show before. I might have. I don't recall. I am trying to understand why the phrase like cap or no cap caught on. Because it's the same yeah. amount of letters as lie. You're saying the same thing. But it's a different word for no I reason. Think, I think a lot of times they just do it so like, it's not what old people say. You know? Wow. You know, I don't know if you like heard, now they say that's so mid. I've heard mid. So mid apparently means bad. Because, like, the Midwest is blah. You know, everything that's, like, medium, mid, like, all that's <laughs> blah. So they, they tell you that's so mid, it's bad. It means it's bad. Wow. Interesting. I've yeah. heard that because there was a TikTok sound for a long time about things being mid. It's hard to keep up, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm. T- it's really difficult. I feel like there's so much, like... And it's always changing. It's all, yeah. And I, I caught on to the whole chuggy bit. I caught on to the whole, like, because I'm probably a chuggy person. It's fine. Like, I'm okay with it. Like, I don't take the negative energy that people, <laughs> people give to being chuggy. Like, it's fine. But other stuff, I'm like, this is so unnecessary. Um, The first story that I would just like to discuss and move on, because it's a sad story. Aaron Carter has passed away at the age of 34. Um, he's passed away from a drug overdose. He was found in his home in his bathtub with drug paraphernalia and compressed air cans. Which is weird. Why would you have compressed air cans by you? To do whippets. Do what? You don't know what a whippet is? No, I don't. Like you, people do it with whipped cream. So like you hold the can of compressed air a certain way that only the air comes out and you get high. Oh. Yeah. I did not know. I've never done a whip it. I'm just, this is how, this is how it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know. But he, he was, he was really into a lot of drugs for a long I time. Yeah, like, I remember that. And it's, it's really sad to me because he's the brother of Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. Yes. They lost a sister to addiction as well. Yeah. She died. Genes that just runs in your family. Right. Like the, the addictive gene. I totally agree. And I just, I feel 
so sad. I feel so sad. I do too. And I saw the Backstreet Boys did a tribute for him too. Oh my God. So I keep seeing reaction, let's say, to this online and how they're like, I can't believe he performed. Why couldn't they cancel their show? First of all, when you are performing in an arena of 100,000 people, you can't just cancel your show. Like I realize it, like it sounds like you could and maybe in reality you can, but like. And sometimes you need that distraction, you know? Right. So you don't think about it. And the and Nick Carter and the rest of his family have had such a tumultuous relationship. He sued his parents like 15 years ago because they were stealing their money. I'm sure it was probably like one of those situations where like he paid his parents bills. Right. So like he know? didn't have a good relationship with his family and he and Aaron were very estranged, but it's still your brother and he fucking died. Yeah. But like yeah. the Backstreet Boys are his family. The other four members are his family. You know, so like, yeah. why wouldn't he want to be with them? I think, I think he should have just kept the show like he did. And I think doing the tribute was great. Mm-hmm. I actually remember him from like Disney Channel because he was on a Lizzie McGuire episode. So iconic. Was- so iconic. Can I not even tell you? His, his candy music video with Christmas vibes <laughs> on Lizzie McGuire is one of the most iconic things that's ever been on television. Honestly. It's funny because Disney Channel did that a lot. They put a lot of like famous actors into the shows mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. they like popped up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, Aaron Carter is from Tampa. He's near yeah, us. Yeah, they're from Tampa. Tampa. Yeah, they're from yeah. Apollo Beach. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It it makes me really sad. And it makes me really sad to have seen someone struggle for so many years. Yeah. And he and Nick were recently estranged because uh I I don't know if they actually got a restraining order but i think they discussed it because aaron was threatening nick and his family like under the influence of drugs and alcohol so like they didn't have a good but like that's still so painful like honestly it's one of those things where like at the same time i'm sure the family is happy that he's just resting and not fighting his demons anymore yeah yeah just because all you're doing is suffering every day and the people that are watching him are suffering even more you know and this has been going on for a very long time. Really long time. And I think I think the best place for Nick to have been is with his bandmates. I do. I really do. Oh, yeah. Like, look at AJ McLean. He suffered from addiction for years. Yeah. And he's been sober for a long time. And, and not like, only that, they've been together since the 90s. It's right? been almost 30 years. Since you were born, actually, is yeah. when their first when their first album came out. 20. 26 years that, that's like new siblings you know yeah it, it's it's very sad it it is it breaks my heart for for his surviving family honestly like it it's it, awful it does it breaks my heart and my heart goes out to him and like to his fiance you know mm-hmm. he was aged to melanie mm-hmm. you know it's just one of those things where like i'm sure everyone saw it coming but no one thought it was gonna come well, that's, yeah, and that's, unfortunately, the cycle of addiction, you know, like. And I'm sure he's probably OD'd in the past, but it just had to make it its way to the news. I'm sure. You know? I'm sure. Yeah. 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 yeah I would agree. Ugh, anyway, prayers for his family, prayers for Nick, prayers for Aaron, that he rests yeah. peacefully. I just, I don't know that if you've listened to the episodes where I discussed Nick Carter, he's truly the crush of my life. I love him so much. Is he? Oh my god! <laughs> the way 
I will just like go absolutely feral when I see him on stage. I've seen the Backstreet Boys four times and, and I just fucking lose it every single time. I remember you posting on Instagram about going to see the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Recently, this year. I saw them in June. Yeah. With Leanne. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the, I've told the story before, but I'll tell it again. So I saw them in Vegas in 2017 when they had their residency. Okay. Which I fully believe that that residency put them back on A-list status. Oh yeah. So, They've disappeared for a little while. Whoever in their management team decided to do that, brilliant. Anyway, Nick Carter had a water bottle he was drinking out of. And he goes, do you want to know why I love being in a boy band? And we were all like, tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> he chugged the rest of his water. He held it up and he went, who wants it? And the crowd fucking lost their mind. It was like, there was Did like you a- get the water bottle. What? Did you get the water bottle? I didn't get it. No, but Uh-oh. people were screaming. Yeah. Like, so, and he was like, that's why I love being in a boy band. And I was like, I love you so much. <laughs> Honestly, I think those residencies keep everybody like popular. Yeah. I'm yeah. upset that Adele canceled hers. Isn't she back part-time or did she fully cancel it? I think she canceled the whole thing. I think she like postponed it, but no one knows till when. That's wild. Cause those tickets were expensive. They were super expensive. You didn't buy I tickets, did you? No, they were like over a thousand dollars. They were between a thousand and five thousand. She was five thousand million of every show. Yeah, it was crazy. Everyone was so upset because she's so out of touch with reality that no one can go see her. Only like rich people. She was supposed to make like a million dollars a night every time she performed. Something crazy like that. I don't. I don't mean to be controversial, but like. Is Adele worth that much money? I'm sorry. Like, I agree with you because I feel like all her albums are the same. <laughs> she's not. I would pay if I, the only female performer in the last hundred years that I would pay that much money who deserves that much money is Whitney Houston. Same person I was thinking. I was waiting for you yeah. to say your person, so then I can yeah. be like, okay, mine is Whitney. But then no. you said it. So it's okay. No, Whitney Houston is the only person who would have deserved that. The only person, because even I saw Mariah Carey in person, in li- like live, because I used to be obsessed with Lionel Richie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? But whatever. He's great. I love him. I was in Chicago, and I saw him in, in person, but Mariah opened up for him. Mariah she- Carey was an opening act? For Lionel Richie. Fuck. And she was such a diva. She had, like, the staff carry her around on a chair that's all she did was be carried around on a chair and she barely moved around the stage she didn't do much like it was just one of those shows where I'm like "Mm, I won't be doing this again well I think the the problem with Mariah Carey and she's the queen of Christmas and I'm not knocking her at all her vocal range was not sustainable it was not with time and with wear and tear, yep. her vocal range is going to compress. She yep. had, she holds a world record for the highest note reached by a human being. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, like her, her, her pitch is like crazy. Like her range is nuts. Every time I try to car karaoke her, I just get to work without a voice. <laughs> no, but like emotions you can, you can get only, to me every time. You can only sustain that for so many decades, and she's been in the yeah. business for so long. So like. I understand why she's like sounding a little rough now, but Whitney Houston 
that voice did not change for 25 years. You know what always gets me about Whitney Houston is that everyone knows her for her famous song. Um, oh, now I'm having a brain fart. I will always love you. I will always love. Yeah, I'm having. I don't know. Why I had a brain fart when I was the one telling the story. Um, <laughs> that happens to me all the, the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the person that wrote that song is Dolly Parton. Yes, yes, I think and that's I, so good. And it, yeah, I don't think anyone like knows that. Like a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, Whitney, it's a cover. Dolly Parton sang it first. It's a cover, but that cover is the one that cemented her into the legacy she is today. You know, we want to know a fun fact. So I've talked about the movie Bodyguard before. You've seen it, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, I I love Kevin Costner. The, I love Kevin Costner. I can't I can't talk about it because I'll just no, I won't. Oh my god. Anyway, they almost didn't put that song in the movie. That would have been a mistake. Because it was already released. Yeah. Like, that would have been so stupid. Could you imagine? I love that movie because it, it was filmed in Miami. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In Miami Beach. I used to live in Miami. Yeah. And I used to live, I used to work in Miami Beach. So I used to work, like, three miles from where that movie took place. That movie is so good. Oh, my God, that movie okay. is good. I love Kevin Costner. Um, do you watch Yellowstone? Because it comes out on Sunday. I don't. I'm trying to like finish all the shows that I've been watching. I know. I the, Crown, so many- the Crown comes out tomorrow, too. You see, I'm already caught up with that. Okay. I was watching Dynasty. Did you ever see Dynasty? I did not see Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to see it. It's like a big soap <laughs> opera. But it was one of those things where like I already had invested so much time into that I wanted to finish. Yeah. You know, I'm watching Loot now. Loop? Loot. Loot. Hmm. I haven't heard of it. L-O-O-T. It's an Apple Apple TV. Okay. Maya, Maya Rudolph. Oh, you know, I have seen that. I do like Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those shows that you watch when you're like bored and you want something to do. It's not gonna it's not gonna be like you where you're like on the edge of your seat the whole time, you know? Yeah. But it's, you is so it's, good. I love you. You's coming back like any day now. Thank God. I think the 11th it's coming back. Oh, that's soon? I didn't realize. Yeah. You series. I'm pretty sure it's like soon, soon. There's a couple shows that I always say are the best shows on television, but they just happen to be on different networks. So it's okay. Actually, it comes back tomorrow. They're dropping the crown and you on the same day. Yeah. What says, animals? I know. It says no Netflix tenth. Wow. So I'm you might as well wanted- watch you first because it'll probably be like a shorter series than the crown. I feel like the crown always takes longer. The crown. Oh, they they're putting out a disclaimer this season on the crown, proclaiming that it is in fact fiction. I saw that. Which I find it funny that like people didn't realize that it was a dramatized fiction previous to this season. Like that like was that not obvious? I know? think a lot of people haven't seen the whole show. I think a lot of people just saw the season where Diana was in. Yeah. Season three. Yeah. Well that's that's the problem now is that we're getting into modern times and like yeah. they don't want any backlash. Exactly. And I'm sure they're probably going to use like 
based on real events, but they, they have to say that it's like a drama just yeah. so they don't get sued. Of course. You know? Of course. Because if not, they'll get sued real quick. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. The royal family likes to ignore the fact that they're making a show. I know, but if something comes like bad comes out, I'm pretty sure they'll knock it real quick. Oh, I'm sure there's some shit. This season, yeah. what, it's the 90s? So three of her children get divorced. Windsor Castle yeah. catches on fire. Diana dies. Um, like, there's a lot of shit. A lot. And that's not a spoiler alert. Everyone should already know. <laughs> I, I'm a little scared that this may be, like, the last season. It is the last season. Oh, is it? Oh, no. Uh, well, I saw a casting call for a young Kate Middleton. I'm unfortunately too old. Um, <laughs> uh, so that might be for next year. So unless they're putting it at the end of this season, then it's there's one more season. Well, now that you said casting call, do you want to hear something a little funny, but also a little embarrassing? Sure. So in middle school, I was determined to be an actor and I was like off for it. So I started taking drama class in school, like doing all the things, you know, and I had my dad call Disney Channel because he had an opening for like my age range um, for Sweet Life of Second Cody. And they were doing casting in Miami. I'm like, this is perfect. This is my chance. I'm going to be a breakout star. And I didn't do it because I got nervous because they said I had to interview, I had to do my my audition in front of like 60 other kids. Really? Like you have to, you have to do your audition in front of your competition. You, you know, know what? It's so funny that you mentioned this because I was just listening to Ashley Tisdale on a podcast, the Not Skinny Not Fat podcast with Amanda Hirsch. Yeah. She's Ooh. Sorry, sorry. It's okay. Happens all the time. <laughs> um, I think this little thing that I have that you can play music like in the shower because you plug oh, into the cute. wall. Yeah, but it kind of just does its own thing sometimes. That's okay. Um, Ashley Tisdale was talking about that. She's like, yeah, I auditioned for High School Musical in front of 20 other girls who wanted to be Sharpay. Yeah. I can't do that. I, I get shy. I get that. I get that too. You know? I want to be a star, but, but like I'm scared. You want me to tell you something? My monologue won first in my whole class. What was your so monologue? So I could have been a star, but here I am being a nurse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's my motto every day could have been a star but here i am here i am but it's funny because actually i was on twitter before this started and you remember david de Louise, the dad of Selena gomez on the wizards of river place? place yeah mm-hmm. yeah so he just did a podcast and he said that selena gomez was offered the role of mitchy in camp rock but she turned it down because she knew that, like, Demi needed a job or she wanted it or something like that. Is he trying to, like, which, save face for her? Which I think is a little funny that she says that because Demi did an interview with Call Me Daddy. Yeah, Call Her Daddy. With, yeah, with Alex. Yeah. 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 And she mentioned how, like, she had interviewed for that Joe Jonas show. And she didn't get the part, but they told her they were going to give her um, That's So Random, the show. Mm-hmm. And then she booked the movie. So I don't know. I don't know who's true here, but Demi has a better singing voice. So I'm sure she was a better choice for Camp Rock anyways. I agree because I think, I forget where I saw this like piece of media. It was a long time ago, basically like Disney trying to convince Selena Gomez to sing and she wouldn't do it. 
for a long, yeah. long time. And then she yeah. finally, quote unquote, did it. So like, I, I don't believe that. Like, I have a hard time believing. And I would probably also be convinced that like Disney's casting is just like this constant pool of the same people. It you is, know? because all the same people everywhere. So like, would it surprise me if they both auditioned? No. Would it surprise me if they were yeah. like two Disney A-listers who were like, yeah, you're going to get the role, sure. And then only one, like, that. The, that's probably so usual. I know it's funny because I see TikTok. TikTok is just my life, you know. <laughs> and they said, "You remember the show Victorious on Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. The sister of the main character, Trina. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she interviewed for Hannah Montana and was almost Hannah Montana. That's funny because the singer JoJo was almost Hannah Montana. Who?" Jojo, you know Jojo. Um, oh, yeah. It's just a little too late. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that she has a last name. She's just Jojo. So that's why I was yeah, I don't know. stuttering. I think her real name is like Joanne, but I don't know her last name. A- apparently, she was almost Hannah Montana and she turned it down. Yeah, they had like three girls almost be Hannah Montana, but I can't imagine anyone else being Hannah Montana. No. You know? No, definitely not. No. Which is a great segue into the fact that her dad is 61 years old mm-hmm. and is now dating her then co-star that's like 22 years old now that's disgusting i know that's terrible i i hate to be that like ageist asshole but like when you're 62 and 22 like other than other than like a kink and i'm sorry to say that but like other than that like what's going on here like you have nothing in common you have nothing in common yeah Nothing. Nothing, nothing. No. no. If she was at least, like, late 40s, I would understand. But at that point, you're almost retired. And she's starting off her career. Like, what do you guys have in common? Nothing. And, like, and like not for nothing, but, like, your Billy Ray Cyrus. Exactly. Like, if I was going after a 61-year-old celebrity in Hollywood, he's not on the list. All right. What else is going on? What else did I suggest we talk about? I forget. I left my notebook in the other room. <laughs> um we did Aaron Carter, we did share, we did a lot of off topic talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. Um the sexiest man alive for people has been announced. Oh yes. And it's Chris Evans. I think we're gonna see it with me, but sure, it could be Chris it, Evans. It could be you. It could be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's won in the past and I think it's great that he won again. You know. I love him. You know, didn't that guy from like Doctor Strange win one time? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I think he won one year, and I thought I was very upset because I'm like, you don't belong there. I think. So I think a lot goes into it. I think a lot has to do with like if you're already in the news for like a movie or something else. Yeah, but at least Chris Evans deserved it. So I know exactly why he was voted Sexiest Man Alive. I know exactly why. why. And I'm sorry if my mom's listening to this, but I, I can I can break this down. Over the summer, when the Buzz okay. Lightyear movie came out, I talked about it with Anna. He did an interview on the red carpet. And he was wearing, like, sunglasses and, like, some sort of, like... I know what you mean. <laughs> you saw this TikTok, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so he was talking to this interviewer i forget what i forget what she asked him yeah and in return he was like you can tell me be honest be honest 
And then this woman like duetted this video and she goes, and this video went viral. This is not my opinion. This went viral. Like yeah. millions of people. She goes, you know, he talks you through it. And the way I was like, fuck. But I think he was flirting with the interviewer and everything. Oh, I do too. No, I do too. Yeah. She was like, she was like, you know, like, you know, yeah. and we were, and millions of girls were like, yeah, we know. He's great. And he's always been unproblematic, you know? Unproblematic. Yeah. For You've the never part. had, for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, He's always looked good. I think he's like 41. And he's yeah. just, he's aged well, you know? Yeah. He's, like, he's he looks better now than he did 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. And he's kept up with the times. Mm-hmm. When the clean shave was the look, he was clean shaved. When the beard was the look, he had the beard. Like, he's, He's always, like, keeping up with the times. Yeah. I will say this. Like, I will die on this hill. Him as Captain America was some of the best casting that's ever been done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Oh, my God. Like, ugh, I love him. I also think that he's, like, a little hoe, and that's why he's never been married. I'm sure. I'm sure he... There was a... But I think... There was a... This was a couple years ago. He and Allie Raceman, the Olympian, were, like, seen together yeah like a couple times and apparently they're just friends how you can be friends with chris evans is like beyond me honestly but apparently he just like hoes around boston is what i is what i heard from that story like oh he's not they're not together because he hoes around boston it's like why boston why not like he's from boston i know but i feel like you would hoe around like la or something but i feel like he's like a he like wants to be in his interview for people he was saying how he wants a he wants a wife he wants a family like i want those things it's like there are plenty of women who would I mean, marry you. You can want two things simultaneously, and I think that he wants that, but he also wants to be free and do whatever he wants. Yeah. Know? But I'm sure you know I'm what? sure once he hit 40, his mom was like, all right, let's hang this up. Like, yeah. let's. Do you know yeah. the app Raya? I do know Raya. Raya. Isn't he on Raya? Well, I don't know, but I feel like if he is on Raya or Raya or whatever it's called, his like bio would be like, Sexiest Man Alive, 2022, and, like, whatever other years he's won, because I'm sure he's won more than once. There has to be. Who could we set him up with? There was a rumor that he was going out with Selena Gomez for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, she's third. She's my age, right? She's 32? No, she just turned 30. She's 30. She just turned 30. Yeah. I don't love, I don't love that. I don't love that for him. I think... And she's out here talking about her mental health and how it's not great. It's like, we don't need him to be with anybody who doesn't have good mental health. Well, we got to talk about her her documentary next. Yeah. Because I got a lot to say about that. Okay. But I feel like... I kind of would like him with, like, Jessica Alba. He's married. Oh. (laughs) But (laughs) I just feel like they had a good chemistry when they did Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. I I think him and Scarlett Johansson should have gotten married years ago. Them too because they're both hot. Because they're both hot and they love each other. But I feel like Scarlett Johansson gives off like bitchy vibes. Yeah, she might. She's been married a few times, but they have matching tattoos, she and Chris Evans. Do they? Yeah, they like love each other as friends. Oh. If I were calling Ghost, if I'd be I'd be like, fuck. Like (laughs) Imagine knowing that you have Chris Evans has a tattoo about you. That's like you would never like well, what, what else would I need in this world, honestly? Nothing. Nothing. I think he would also look good with that new actress that's like 
everyone's talking about her now that she did Marilyn Monroe and Blonde. Anna and her name's like Anna. Yeah. They were in Knives Out together. They know each other. And they were just in that Netflix movie. What was that called? Uh, the one with... She's very pretty. She's very pretty, too. And I can see them together. There's probably a reason she's not dating him. I mean, maybe she just thinks he's toxic. Maybe. You know? And by the way, like, not that I want anything to be wrong with him. Like, there's got to be something. You know? For sure. For sure, for sure. He, he pranks his brother all the time on Instagram. Do you see it? It's so funny. I try not to follow too many celebrities on Instagram. Oh, I have that problem. But he and his brother go around their parents' house and, like, scare each other. Really? It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I have not seen that. Like, he'll pop out of a closet like, Scott! And his brother's, like, really easily scared. He's like, Wah! It's really funny. <laughs> Does his brother look like him? They look similar, yes. You said his name Scott? Scott. Scott Evans, yeah. Scott. They look similar. Chris is definitely better looking. Now I'm, like, intrigued. So, it's his little brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, they look similar, but not not completely the same nope definitely not <laughs> that must be hard for him it must be hard yeah to be the uglier brother you know yeah it's kind of like owen and luke wilson you know like yeah but maybe his brother has a better personality than him could be you know yeah i can I'm see sure that it's probably like a lot funnier than he actually is yeah, no one's well talking how funny Chris Evans is, like, ever. No. We talk about how hot he is, which he is. And, which, like, and no one hears a joke or anything like that. No. No. So it's mostly just the looks. Which, that's fine. And I'm, and I'm sure he's gotten to the point where, like, since he knows he's hot, he's cocky about it. But he is hot. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, but once you get cocky about it, like, it, that's it. It goes downhill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that's why it hasn't worked out for him because everyone's just like, oh, like, no. But like, who? You know, what? Lizzo is in love with him. Oh, yes. She is. Lizzo is in love with him. I, like, me and Lizzo have something in common. Yeah. I was dying to see her in concert. Wasn't she just in Tampa? She was, and I didn't get to see her. I worked. Oh, why didn't you call out? I, I don't like calling out for things like that. Karma? Yeah. Mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a good, I'm a good employee. I would have worked until five and had someone come in early for me. I know, but I felt bad. Yeah, you know? I get it. I feel bad bothering people when I want to do something like that. Nah, you have your own life. I know. And I try to work it around my three days, you know, so it's not that bad. Yeah, I get it. I do get it. Um, okay, you wanted to talk about Selena. Oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't. So caveat, I didn't watch the documentary. I have seen enough and heard enough propaganda to understand the gist. There's two people I want to talk about with regards to Selena. Okay, one so essentially, them, yes. One of them is Raquel. I've heard of this Raquel. Yes, she's like all over the documentary i've heard rumors that she's like part of like Selena's church and that's where they're friends okay the whole interview 
she just gives me bad bad vibes she gave you bad vibes yeah there's not one part in the interview where i'm like oh raquel's actually like a good friend like good for sitting there for having someone like her mm-hmm. you know the whole interview i was like why is raquel still around type situation okay i feel like she's fake and she's probably just using her for her money okay and the second person I wanted to talk about, which I don't know a lot about, but I feel like she got dealt the wrong hand or the bad hand or whatever the saying is, is Francia, mm-hmm. the girl that gave her the kidney. Mm-hmm. I was seeing that the interview takes place over six years. So you would think that at least one time in the whole interview, they would mention the girl that gave her a kidney. Mm-hmm. You know, as someone so essential, if not, she would have been dead. She would have been on dialysis. She would have been dead, right. you know? And to make matters worse, she didn't mention her, but then she did an interview with Rolling Stone and she said, the only friend that I have in the industry is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Now, did she mean the music industry or did she mean like the industry in total? Because Francia said that she didn't even know she was a match. Selena told her she was a match. Which is fucked up. It is fucked up. So is this one of those situations where like she was forced to give a kidney, you know, like peer pressure into it because how are you not going to let, like at that time she was one of the most famous people alive. Mm-hmm. How are you going to let her die but you can save her and all that stuff, you know? I, I do agree. I think, so Selena Gomez needed a kidney because she has lupus. And essentially, she needed a transplant or she was going to die. Yeah. And I have two points. My first point is that it's super fucked up that they told Selena she was a match before Francia knew she was a match. Yeah. I think that's so wrong. Again, HIPAA, like where, like, where's the laws, you know? But I do, it does, it reads that she was peer pressured into giving her an organ. Yeah. You know? And that's horrific like i think that's wild and not that i've ever been in the position of someone who's dying and needs an organ but like i don't know how you look at somebody that you even like not even love that you like and say like i need something from you that could cost you your your life it definitely could because what if like five years on the road francia needs a kidney herself Mm -hmm. and she doesn't have one. She doesn't have the backup. Right. And yeah. a lot of places don't do live donor transplants anymore. No. Because the un- the unfortunate problem they were running into is that the people who need the kidney get better quicker and the people who lose the kidney that they have, like go from two to one, get very sick and sometimes they, they can't survive that sickness. Nope. You know that. I'm just explaining for the audience. Yeah. Um, I... Um... And then Selena also went, like, on a different interview and mentioned how, like, she knows she's not going to make it to be, like, old. She knows she only has, like, 30 years left because that kidney won't last a long time. Like, all that stuff. But at the same time, it's, like, you have, like, millions and millions of dollars. You have the resources to get a new kidney. Probably. If you could pay for a transplant, then yeah. 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 Which she can. She can... She can literally get a transplant from any world in the world, you know? That's true. That's true. So it's it's different. Yeah. And then I would like to comment on the whole, like, my only friend in the industry. 
and I'm sorry to Francia for saying this, but like, do people know who she is other than the girl who gave her a kidney? I think that people like knew she was on a TV show, but I think at the same time, she like never wanted to really be like that big in the spotlight Mm -hmm. because she had her own show on, um, what's the parent company for Disney? ABC. She had her own show on ABC. Yeah, she was in that show. I used to watch it with um, my teenage teenage Emily something. Osment. She was on a show with Emily Osment too. I think. Yeah, like young, yeah. young and hungry. Yeah, she was on Young yeah. and Hungry. And then now she's on How I Met Your Father with with Hilary Duff. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's had roles, but she was never super super famous. But I think that's why Selena may have said that. Like Taylor Swift is the only uber famous person that she's friends with. But she's still famous too, you know. That's how she met her because they were both famous. She didn't meet her because she grew up with her. She met her right. like at a celebrity party. I can get behind that, but you know. Yeah, it, a, a little bit of context about that would have been nice. Yeah. Or yeah. if she would have said the music industry or something like that. And then Francia commented on that post and said, interesting. I know. And then Selena commented on it and said, I didn't know I had to mention everybody. I agree with both of them, though. I agree both sides. Would I, would I have done that? Ooh, I don't know. Which that just leads me to believe that like their friendship is very scarred. If it yeah. still exists. Yeah. But she's not wrong. Like, do I have to talk about every single person I've ever met? No. But. I just feel like you would talk about someone that kept you alive. I talk about somebody who, who saved your life. Sure. Yeah. You're right. You know? And like, I've, I've, I've heard a lot like on different podcasts and like different like media that like, are we all figuring out that Selena like, isn't the person we think she is? I think so. Because I thought the interview the The whole documentary was gonna make me feel for her and feel for her more as a person and like her more. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't. I think I like her less after seeing the interview. Ooh. There was one part in the interview where she is being interviewed by a French woman, and obviously English isn't her first language, so she doesn't have like the wit for like communication and stuff like that, you know. Which it happens. And the interviewer asked her like if she wants to be remembered for something or what she would do like in the next few years. And Selena was like, Oh, like I want to do philanthropy. And I guess she wanted to be asked more about that. But the interviewer, the interviewer said, okay, well, thanks for being on the show. And Selena was like, that's it. You're done interviewing me. And then got up and left and then went to like the backstage, like wherever they were sitting and her makeup artist was sitting down next to Raquel, and she told her, get up, I want to sit. Oh. Yeah. That's and diva like, behavior. That's diva behavior, and, like, if you don't want the world to see you like that, don't post that online. Right. You know? Because I really was expecting her to do, like, I expected to feel bad for her and relate, because she said that she was going to talk about how, like, her her bipolarness and how she can't have kids because of the meds and all that. So I was expecting a whole different take on the whole thing. And I just ended up liking her less. That's unfortunate. I know. So when you get a chance, watch the documentary. Yeah, I do so think you- I'm. Gonna, I do think I'm going to watch it. I've heard a lot about this Raquel. Yeah. And 
the girls of do you listen to the toast i think so okay i'm an avid toaster i listen every day i've talked about it before on the show the girls of the toast had an interesting perspective that raquel is her truly only person around her that's not paid to be around her or is she that's a good point but if she's not then that could perhaps be why she was seen on the documentary as she was because I heard that she read very bitchy and judgmental and like yeah. mean. Yeah. But if I think you're she's not, not, you think you're, she, you do. Yeah, I do. God, I can't imagine like being famous and like having everybody around me paid to be there and like payrolling all these people. You know what I'm saying? Like I would feel really taken advantage of. Well, she half the interview was her like back in her hometown and she, like, was with some girl that went to school with her. And, like, she barely spoke to the girl. And it's, like, those are the only people that actually don't care, like, that you have all this money. The girl, you can tell, is, like, a poor girl, like, simple life. Um, and all her kids are playing in the front yard. And she was telling Selena, she was, like, she's, like, oh, my God, when I saw that you needed a kidney, I was so, like, I was so interested to see how you were doing, you know, because we went to high school together. And, like, all this and you can tell that she was being super genuine. Mm-hmm. And Selena came off like, bitchy, like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I know. I'm telling you, I didn't love the No, I, I, I get that. And I, I, I'm, like, teetering on the line of, like, no yeah. press is bad press. And, like, going back to, like, maybe there is bad press. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> bad. Because I really do like Selena, but I also, I do, I think to her detriment, she's always been seen as a Disney kid and people cannot get over her and Justin Bieber. And I feel like maybe if they got over both of those things, we would know who she truly was. But she had the opportunity to do that and she didn't do it. No, I think it's like the fans. Like people are obsessed with her being a, a Disney kid and people are obsessed with her being with Justin Bieber. Yeah, everyone thinks that she's still in Disney because she always tries to do this, like, perfect little good girl persona, you know? Yeah, she's you're never... right. You're right. It's it's an image for sure. You're right. Yeah, because she always presents herself, like, like soft-spoken and, like, all holy and stuff like that. And I feel like that's not really who she is, you know? So she's acting. Yeah. I feel like she could have done, like, one movie that was a little raunchy and everyone would have been like, she oh, She did Spring Breakers. But how raunchy was that? I don't know. I you didn't know? see it. I mean, neither did I. I'm not the when target you, audience for that movie. <laughs> when you have people like Miley going through her like wrecking boss phase and Demi doing like her whole like shaved head rocker album, you know, like all these different characters. She never had a bad girl phase is what you're saying. Yeah. That like showed that she grew up because I think we all had that growing up. Yeah. Even Taylor did it really. You're right. Okay. Even even Taylor had Reputation, which is arguably her best album to date. We could argue about it if you wanted, but I'm not going to. <laughs> 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 Reputation fucking rocks. I love that shit. Um, so no, you're you're right, but maybe is she too old to have a bad girl era? No, I don't think so. Maybe it's coming. Maybe this is it. I don't think so. I maybe hope so. Coming. I really hope. Or, or she can just start acting. She, and even her, her series now, 
she's like portraying a 23 year old girl but she has know? a baby face she does have a baby face yeah yeah but i'm sure if she does like dark makeup like thick back hair she can play like the wife of someone and maybe do like a a, a raunchier movie like um like like something that like jennifer aniston would do or like something like that you know okay I see that. But I think, I, I feel like she, I have heard that she never wanted to be famous. So I feel like she's going to leave the spotlight more than go back into it. She was saying in the interview that like, she wants to do philanthropy. Mm-hmm. So if that's what, what you really want to do, then go ahead and do that, you know? Yeah, but so, you need to be, you need to be famous to have the money to do philanthropy. Yeah. But she is famous. But she has you have to continue friend. to be famous. Yeah. She has a makeup brand. Yeah, it's doing really well, actually. Yeah, so she can just focus on that. Like Rihanna, she did Fenty, and and Fenty is, like, super popular now, you know? Yeah. You can live off your image if you left the scene with a good image. That's true. And then every, like, four or five years, you do one interview, and then everyone remembers you again. And then you do, like, like, um... What's it called when you do little, like, scenes in a movie? Like a cameo? A cameo. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Like what Sure has been doing all these years now. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Because she was in Mamma Mia. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I I see your point. Yeah, I I will watch it. I just don't know when I will watch it. Yeah, there's no rush to watch it. Yeah, I'm not like beating down the door, and like it's yeah. gonna take some convincing if my husband's home. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Let me see if there's anything I forgot to talk about before we. Let's see. Oh, did we ever talk about the hills? Um, we did not. Beach? We did not. Um, no. The rewatch podcast of Laguna Beach with Stephen and Kristen had their finale drop today, and Lauren Conrad was a guest. Okay. And I know you're a little younger than me, so you didn't watch Laguna Beach, but this is like the most groundbreaking shit because Lauren Conrad does not do interviews anymore. And oh, really? essentially she and Kristen, you know, like they had beef allegedly and all that. Well, she and Kristen basically were like, we were fine until Laguna, like the producers came in and blew it all up. I think that's what happens a lot of times. I'm sure. But I was like living for this. I was like, oh my God, they haven't been in the same room for 10 years. I'm so excited. I, I, I can't give my opinion on this topic because I don't know a lot about it. So I don't know much about it. So I don't want to say like anything because I don't know. But I feel like producers do that a lot for views. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. If you're if you're a Laguna Beach baby listening to the show after you listen to the show and then listen to it again for the for the numbers, listen to their podcast. Watch it twice. <laughs> put it on replay in the background. Just like, honestly, like, put it on a loop while you sleep. So yeah. I get, like, you know, 10 listens overnight. And then it's fine. What are you What are you averaging right now? Terrible. Like what? Uh, I think it's, like, 30 listens a week. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to make it a point to be your most successful co-star. Okay, let me check the stats real quick on my co-star episodes. Yeah, tell me what the highs we've gotten, and I'll make sure we go above that. Okay, thank you. You heard it here first, audience. This is a challenge. Um, 
my most popular co-star episode has 80 listens. 80 listens. I got you. <laughs> we'll circle back to this. We're going to yeah. circle back. Next time you come on the show, you're going to have to one-up yourself. I will. And yeah. I got you. Yeah. I'm so happy you came on the show today. I'm so happy I came on too. We had some technical difficulties. Yeah, we really um, but we did. Made it work. I hopefully by the next time you come on the show, I'm sure we'll have our office like set up. Yeah. And it's much, it's like, so like the office and then there's a hallway and then there's a door to the garage. My router lives in the garage. Okay. So it's much closer than my kitchen table, which is across the house. <laughs> I mean, I think I like the router, the garage, because I hate having a, a router in my kitchen. I prefer to have a router in my kitchen because I got to go into the garage every time there's a problem. Yeah, but it doesn't look nice and you don't have a problem that often. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. that's where like my like feeder box for AT&T lives. Yeah. It's in the garage. Like I have to put it there. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm so glad you were here. I'm sorry we went off topic like 10 times. <laughs> no, that's the that's the moral of this show is to go off topic and have a tangent. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming on the show. I loved having you. If anybody else wants to give him a run for his money, please feel free to DM me or text me or call Carrie Pigeon, whatever, to sign up to come on the show. Literally anytime. (laughs) I would love to have you. I, again, want to grow the show. So please share Instagram story, tag me, tag people who you think would like the show, share the show with someone who you think I would love or someone who you think would love me. Rate, review, comment, repost, whatever. I'm trying to get big here. The bigger I get, the better the show will get. I will one day have a podcast studio and a neon light up sign. I promise you. But for now, thank you for spending part of your week with me. Bye.